0: Hello, and welcome to our first episode of Con Amor, Your Therapist Friend, the podcast that invites you to bring your cafecito or whatever other drink you prefer and join us in conversation as we explore mental health topics in our Latinx community as friends. Hi, I'm your therapist friend, Sonia Gilfus, LCSW, and this is my therapist friend, Nenia de Leon Figueroa, LMFT. Hi,
1: Hello. Hello and welcome everybody to our very first episode. I guess this is our welcome to all of you uh to kind of get to so that you can get to know us a little bit and get to know what this podcast is all about. So thank you so much for you know giving us a chance for saying oh I'm going to try this one today this podcast today. Mm. Uh, Thank you so much and um you know, we hope that the information we have for you is, is something that can help you and that can, you know, guide you in some way. Yes. And, and so what is this podcast about, right?
0: We want this to be a very laid back way of talking about mental health within our Latinx community, so that we can begin to open up conversations about so many important topics, um, Mm-hmm. right
1: yeah yeah so we wanted to figure out a way that could we could provide information but that wasn't so prescriptive or that wasn't that's not so formal we wanted to be in a sense a type of podcast where we're just chatting we're just it's Sonia and me just talking about different topics in our in our community that are really important and that need to be talked about but we want to do it in such a way that you can you can kind of just hang out with us. Yeah. Talk about it the way that we would normally talk to each other. So,
0: so not right? like as your therapist, but as your therapist friend.
1: Absolutely. Like that. Yes. Your therapist friend. Yeah. We are therapists, but we're not yours. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, just, right? But we're, your we're just your friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we yeah, happen this to is- be
0: therapists.
1: We happen to be therapists. And so our our purpose is mainly to provide information, to empower our comunidad so that everyone can have the ability to just begin to make these informed decisions about their lives and and how they're going to heal from certain things that come up within our community, within our Latinx community. They're very much, it could be something that happens for many different people but our focus really is going to be on our Latinx comunidad. Yes. So,
0: let's talk about how it came about, Ninja Yes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. So, this actually this podcast actually came about um as I was having conversations with my husband. So, again this this specific conversation that we're having not me as his therapist or anything but me as his wife who happens to be a therapist and so we you know we see things in our daily life that we would kind of come back and talk about and say oh did you see that yeah that was interesting huh and then i'd kind of give background information on like yeah you know this could be really um damaging or this could be really impactful in this way and he he told me once he's like you know you should just start a podcast Aww. um because maybe it'll help people you know that we know like understand these important topics and so then that got my brain kind of like rolling it was his idea that's the <laughs> it was his idea, idea. yeah and he he goes, "I expect to be credited. Oh, yes, Chris.
0: <laughs> credit going out to you
1: <laughs> credit going out to you. I'm yeah. just kidding, but yes, no, but he like he really did encourage this mm-hmm. um and yeah, and and I don't know, Sonia, but you and I, you know, we hang we we hang out outside of our jobs, and I mean, you've gone on to a different job mm-hmm. and and so, but we still have these these moments where we hang out and we're having dinner with our other friends and we just talk and girl and you're my soul sister you're my soul sister (laughs) i know there's this connection that
0: i've always had with you and i've always considered you Nenia, like this old soul this just old beautiful (laughs) wise soul you know and um i think maybe that's why we've gotten along so well
1: i I wonder if that is it it. yeah And then you're just fun too.
0: Thank (laughs) you. A lot of
1: fun. I am (laughs) fun. I. You are fun. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? It's crazy because, like, even amongst like when we've had dinner, I, I could even think of all the places we've had dinner at or anything. You and I have like. We, we've had conversations like this where we're just talking. And because we have that background, it just kind of seeps into the conversation of like like mental health, how it affects it. And always, I mean, it's not that we're always. constantly talking about mental health, but no, but it's a natural
0: skill that we yeah. carry. Right. Everywhere. Yeah. Just like everyone else, like an artist doesn't leave his artistic abilities or his eye behind. Right. For the
1: beautiful exactly. things or the
0: artistic things. So it's just a natural skill that we carry. Themselves. It is, and
1: it just kind of comes and out. And how awesome right? that it
0: gets to come out like on a podcast, and you guys get to hear all about it. And we hope you yes. enjoy it. You know, we really hope you enjoy it. Um, again, a purpose is to, you know, provide information, empower our Latinx community, because both you and I, Nenya, we are children of immigrants, right? First um, generation
1: yeah, first generation here too, um, which brings about so many different, different things that we experience, um, different cultural norms that change because we are not in. Well, for my family in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. We are here. There's a lot of a culture, acculturation, happiness, assimilation, and a lot of themes that are very much prevalent in our Latinx community that they're, they're not really helpful anymore. And that we are trying to navigate, not just as like therapists with our, with our clients, but we're navigating within ourselves. I don't know if that yes, that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's, I want to talk a little bit about like who we are. Right. I think it's, I think it's important for our listeners to hear a little bit of our credentials and just who we are. I think for me, I, uh, I'm a, gosh, you know, I have, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have four beautiful daughters, um, but I'm also, you know, a licensed psychotherapist and I love what I do, um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit if it's okay with you, Nenya. Just where yeah, just, tell me who you are, yeah, just where it started. So my work, um I started my work with domestic violence um, survivors back in two thousand and four Um, I worked at a shelter, and so I was a housing advocate there. And I think that's where I kind of found i I, I felt like I found my calling because. I was the bilingual housing advocate. So I'd work with all the Spanish-speaking women who had just left their husbands and they were with their children. And so my job was to place them into transitional housing, right? And so when I would interview them and I would hear their stories, like, oh, I fell in love with these women, Nenya. And I was like, oh, I get to hear their stories and try to um, encourage and motivate them. And then I can actually make a career out of this sign me up. Right. And so that's when um, my journey went on to get my bachelor's degree in human services. And then I eventually got my master of social work from Cal State San Bernardino and um, did a couple of internships. Um, You know, we have to complete internships and we have to um, collect hours, right? Like it's a long process to become a licensed psychotherapist, guys, right? We have a master's degree, but we still have to take it further. So um, a lot of um, clinical training, and then we get to um, take our big exam, right? And if we pass it, we become licensed, whoo, out of the way for us, Nenya. Right.
1: Oh lord, that was such a that was Girl, such a weight off my shoulder when I did.
0: Do you know how stressed I was? Oh
1: my gosh, oh, it was so
0: stressful. I remember looking at my supervisor and he was like, "Do you need to talk to a doctor for medicine?"
1: <laughs> oh my god, it can't imagine. You're like, "Oh no, is it that possible? <laughs> oh
0: yes, it was. But you know what? It I don't know, it, um, I passed on my first try. So that you was did. good. Yeah. And you did too, right? So that's awesome. Not everybody gets to experience that. So those are my um, credentials. Now, I currently work in a, it's a like a health clinic. And I work at the with um, the behavioral health department, again, providing um, psychotherapy, um, they're part-time and then I do my brain spotting, um, like a private practice with brain spotting sessions mm-hmm. on the side. So that's where I'm at now. Yeah. Those are my credentials.
1: <laughs> Gosh, Sonia. Amazing. It's almost like, I feel like there was just a natural calling, for you to do this work, it was, which is so beautiful. Yeah,
0: it was just the way God has worked in my life from the very beginning. And I think with the domestic violence shelter, it was such a beautiful thing because me being a survivor of DV as mm-hmm. well, it was. God is good. The way He took me through that process, it was very healing for me. But yet mm-hmm. He was also preparing me. It was like a training ground, but He was also going to heal me in the process.
1: It. Just so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Amazing. Yeah. Tell me about
0: you, Nenya, because you have an outstanding background. You're so smart. Tell me where. Tell me about your (laughs) career.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) No. uh, Well, you know, well, for me, I was always naturally drawn to, you know, helping people, Mm -hmm. Um, being there for people, uh, learning about psychology um that's when i I remember I kind of felt like when I started my undergrad, you know, I felt like I was flailing a little bit, like what am I going to do with my life? and then, as soon as I started taking all of my psychology classes, it all kind of clicked mm-hmm. and fell together, um joined a research group where we kind of talked about um teenagers and we went into schools and Learned about like their socialization and how impactful that is. Getting to know a little more about the issues relating to mental health with you know adolescents and their parents and so on and so forth. Um, getting also, it was an interesting time in my life because I was also taking uh, these classes that were about like latin american history and everything i had been taking those classes since the beginning but then i started ta- taking like chicano chicana studies and
0: Ooh, wow oh, that was
1: <laughs> that was so like so beautiful I, f- I felt like i like i belonged all of a sudden it seems like a very
0: empowering time also in your life just mm-hmm. learning about yes. your um your roots
1: Learning about my roots, about myself, about my family, about my community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So after that, I did go into my grad school program at Loma Linda mm-hmm. University, and I completed my master's in marriage and family therapy, and then went into work and into in community mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my internships were actually working with um, substance. Uh, people who are dealing with substance use. Okay. And so I used to work at a rehab and that was honestly I th- I feel like that was where a lot changed for me. How slow? I ex- I experienced, you know, people who were from all walks of life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, substance use really doesn't discriminate. Right. <laughs> it's like yes. it's it's there for everybody. But just you know, working with people in this setting where it was just very natural since it was inpatient. You know, you're sitting with them, talking to them, eating with them, Mm. um, and you get to learn a lot more about them. It's a very different setting than you normally would have in your practice as a therapist. And so learning about the different trials and tribulations that just go on, it opened up my eyes to something completely different. I'm going to, I will say I was very sheltered uh, until then. Until then, and so, yeah. uh huh. And so then, I found, I don't know. It's something just made me see like the different part of life mm-hmm. and how difficult it can be, but how beautiful it is at the same time. And seeing people, you know, like come about, come out from these difficult moments, mm-hmm. and it was. I learned a lot it was a very humbling experience for me as well Mm -hmm. and learning to find my genuine self because because there's a lot of
0: they will see right through Mm -hmm. you my dear
1: (laughs) thank you thank you for saying that thank you for saying that. yes because they will see
0: they will see through the bs exactly
1: they will see right through the bs Mm -hmm. and so that made me realize that in order for me to be have some kind of an impact i needed to find myself. And And so I did. That is so
0: beautiful that you decided like, to work with this population, you not having any history, personal experience with it. But then just, you had a whole shift in your perspective, right? And you decided you still wanted to work. I mean, for me, my work with people with addiction comes from a place of you know, having been through it myself and having overcome, mm-hmm. but I think it's so wonderful that you wanted to just join in the healing, even though you never personally struggled with it yourself and I love you for that yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you yeah no it was honestly I was thankful for that experience because again it it made it, it challenged me mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. to just find who i am and i continue to do that even through my work today you know now i work in community mental health and it's a whole other world it's very similar but there's also so many other things um that i've witnessed and have had to uh learn about too yes right within this community we do see you know pretty significantly severe cases and but you know, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love working in this community. You know, Nenya, yeah,
0: just yeah. so our listeners can know and understand a little bit, but Nenya, yeah, you work in the same community where me and you met, right? Yes, <laughs> this is where we yeah, met. That was the place I used yeah. to work at before. And my God, that was the, probably the best experience I've ever had because, like, <laughs> you were thrown in there and you you deal with it and you and you work with it. And we're dealing with like, severe. Yeah. Cases. And not just
1: like, not just as far as like the mental health aspect goes, but also a lot of the environmental, the social, locking resources,
0: just all everything,
1: of it. Mm-hmm. you know, and trying to help instill hope in the situation that many people would call hopeless. And so being there with with that community. And then also because as we know, well, Spanish speaking therapists are lacking. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. So because of that, you know, you and I, we, we speak Spanish. And so we're thrown into, we
0: always get the, um, our Hispanic patients, bilingual patients Mm -hmm. or Spanish speaking patients.
1: Exactly. And then, so, which is also beautiful. I I love treating our Hispanic clients because, you know, when you, when you come to them and, you, and they're like kind of hesitant and then you speak in Spanish, they're like, Oh my God. ¿Hablas oh, see? And yeah. And all of a sudden it's like this, like they melt, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost like, Oh, thank goodness. You know? And then you, it's, it's almost a conversation of, it's almost like a just a conversation that you have with them in the therapy room mm-hmm. therapeutic, but because there's that like little connection there too. Um, and because of essentially how our culture is, we tend to just chat and communicate, and you know, communicate in that way with the chosen mm-hmm. stuff. It just becomes very natural, and yeah, I love treating our Hispanic clients for that reason. It just feels so warm and comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think it helps,
0: um, obviously, when when we do speak their language um, instantly there is a connection and it helps with the therapeutic relationship. I mean, 100%, right? Just the, the, the building of the rapport. Um, so yeah. yeah, we love working with our Hispanic population. Um, and we're yeah, here. We yeah, we're here to serve you guys. That's I mean, why that's why <laughs> we have this podcast, right? That's why we're starting it. So for sure, let's talk about Ninya. Um, what topics to expect, right? There's some prevalent themes in our an yeah, our yeah. comunidad, right? In our community, um, such as
1: oh, this is a big one. No llores. No llores. Mo- that is no llores. A big one. Mm-hmm. I told you that is one que that. No gosh, yes, that is one that's like just it's there. It's prevalent. It just keeps coming back over and over again. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about. La chancla, Mm -hmm. also, and its effect. We all
0: know what the chancla is. We've all heard of the chancla. Even if you're not Hispanic, you've heard of the chancla.
1: You know what la chancla (laughs) is. So, yeah. So, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Um, Also, the belief of, estás loco, estás loca. Mm. Have you heard that one, Sonia? Girl,
0: yes. Yes. How many times (laughs) have I heard that? Like, literally told to me. Mm many times right and a lot of it was because i had these maybe just different ideas or i had i think we talked about this before Nenia, when we have big goals or aspirations big dreams and sometimes we have to be careful who we share it with because we'll either be very loved and supported and encouraged or they'll say estás loca, loca. <laughs>
1: yeah very big one i've heard it in so mm-hmm. many different uh like situations so that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to talk about um we're also going to talk about immigration and its effects and just so much more yeah um we also want to talk about uh like moving forward sin miedo no, right no, no, no. like that sin miedo con ganas um and just other topics of empowerment because we want to we want to talk about that with you guys. Mm-hmm. There's um, one. Um, apapachate. Oh, oh yes. I can't wait
0: till we get to that one, you guys. But Apapachate really is about, look, can you love yourself without criticizing mm-hmm. yourself? It's about self-care, but, you know, self-care in 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 a way where we've never talked about self-care before, not just the massages and the pedicures and the manicures and all of that is wonderful, but self-care and really truly learning to love
1: mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Truly learning to love yourself, loving your inner person. Yeah. So that's going to, I'm excited Me for that one too, too, actually. So-, so
0: yeah. So you guys invite your friends you heard our welcome invite your friends our very first episode is going to be noyores um, mm-hmm. so that's what you'll be hearing next we'll be recording these in English and in Spanish and um, we want to invite you guys to follow us on Instagram right Nadia?
1: yes yes follow us on Instagram so you can get information on when this is gonna be launching um well, Obviously, it's already launched, right? Since we're <laughs> we're hitting your 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 phone, right? But uh, just in general, to get information on the podcast and to get information on future episodes, um, and to build our community too. So join us on Instagram for more uh, information. One of the, and then, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nenia, One of the things I wanted
0: to encourage our listeners to do is. Please ask, make recommendations, ask questions when you go on Instagram. We want you to interact with us. Um, is there a topic that you want to know more about, right? Like leave us questions. This is what we're here for. We're here to serve our community. So um, on Instagram, you can go to Con Amor, your therapist friend, and follow us, Um
1: Yeah. Thank you for that, Sonia, because that is really important. We want to hear you. We want to know what you want, what's important for you to listen to. So please, please, please go ahead and follow us, write us a comment, write us a message, let us know what's important to you. And also, if you like what you hear or if you're interested, if, if we've piqued your interest, please Go go on to wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just rate, review, and subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes of "Con Amor, Your Therapist Friend." And until then, we'll see you later, Con Amor, Your Therapist Friend, Sonia Gilfus, LCSW, and Nenia de Leon Figueroa, LMFT. Thank you for listening to Con Amor, Your Therapist Friends, with your hosts, Nenia de Leon Figueroa, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist, License Number 101255, and Sonia Gilfus, Licensed Clinical Social Worker, License Number 76910. As a reminder, the information provided in this program is for informational purposes only and should not replace professional mental health treatment. As always, we encourage you to seek out mental health services through a licensed mental health provider in your area. If you are experiencing a mental health emergency, please call your local emergency number or go to your nearest hospital. Until next time, con amor, your therapist friends.